so uh, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you before we begin on our journey to learn the book of Isaiah. Father, before we even begin to, to learn the book of Isaiah, <clears throat> we can only wonder, Father, how in the world we want to understand your word. Your word is so rich, your word is so deep, and we are so limited we i mean our ability to learn to study is so limited but you are so unlimited so father with all humility we come to you and we like to ask you to please bless this time together and please open our hearts open our minds and help us to sit at your feet and help us to learn from you we want to love you more. We want to know you more. We want to walk closer with you so that through us, your name will be glorified. Thank you so much, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. Uh, so today, like what I said, we are going to learn the book of Isaiah. Okay. I mean, the book, uh, the book of Isaiah. Isaiah is considered by theologian as the prince of Old Testament prophet. Okay, but, I mean, because he is, he, I mean, his book contained many, many amazing and, and beautiful prophecies uh, uh, of hope, prophecies of hope uh, to us and to Israel. Okay, so, so the book of Isaiah has been called... The book of Isaiah has been called the, the Mount Everest of Old Testament prophetic books. Okay. It, it's 66 chapters long, and it has, I mean, it, it, is, it is beautiful. It is written in high-level Hebrew language, um, it, uh, and some theologians call Isaiah the, the Shakespeare of Old Testament prophet. I mean, his, uh, his, his, his Hebrew are really beautiful. Uh, he, he served as a prophet about the same time as Amos. If you remember last week, we learned the book of Amos. So, so Isaiah and Amos served God at this, uh, around the same time. Okay, so basically they both served God as a prophet. When the, the northern kingdom, which is the, the kingdom of Israel, was invaded by the Assyrian army. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so, they, so, so Isaiah and Amos both is, is a, a serving as prophet to warn the southern kingdom as they, watch, as they watch the northern kingdom being invaded by the Assyrian army. So they, Isaiah and Amos warned the southern kingdom. You know, but that they are soon will, I mean, soon they will be invaded too. Okay, soon they will be invaded also. So, so they, so, so Isaiah is basically warning the southern kingdom of Judah, hey, your time will come. Okay, you, you, you see that the, your brothers at the northern kingdom are being invaded and your time will come. You will be invaded too. So that's basically I, I, what Isaiah uh, did. Uh, what Isaiah did uh, to, to the southern kingdom of Judah. Now, the book of Isaiah. So today we are going, it, it, like what I said, the book of Isaiah is about 66 chapters long. So it is, 
it will take us a few Fridays. Okay. Yes, yes, Vincent. I, yes, can you remind us again the Southern Kingdom mm -hmm. made up of which tribes? The Southern the Southern Kingdom is uh, consists of two tribes, the the tribe of Judah and Benjamin. Okay. Okay. So Thank so you. so that's the Southern Kingdom. Okay. So I the book of Isaiah, uh, well, uh, uh, historians and theologians believe is written by Isaiah himself uh, around eighth century BC. Okay, around eighth century BC. Now <clears throat> many. Many liberal theologian, many liberal theologian believe that the book of Isaiah was written by somebody else. Uh, I mean, by somebody else way uh, in in the second, third, or fourth century A.D. Okay, because they 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 don't believe in miracle, and they kind of like this. They they became suspicious because the book of Isaiah contained many many different prophecies uh, about the future. You know, so Isaiah prophesied like the, the, the invasion of Babylon, even though Babylon, by the time when Isaiah made the prophecies, the kingdom of Babylon was controlled by the kingdom of Assyria. So when Isaiah said that Babylon will come and will invade the southern kingdom, uh, it doesn't make sense to many, many people who listen to him because at that time, when Isaiah made that prophecies, the kingdom of Babylon, it was controlled by the Assyrian army, by the Assyrian kingdom. Uh, so, so, and then Isaiah also made prophecy about, uh, about Cyrus, okay, that Cyrus will unite the kingdom of Medo and Persia, and then Cyrus will conquer Babylon, and then Cyrus will, re will give permission for for Israelites to return to Jerusalem. So, so, so many liberal theologians, uh, they didn't believe in miracle. They didn't believe that, that God can use Isaiah to, to, to make that kind of prophecy. So they said that no way it is written by Isaiah. So they said that it must be written by someone in the second or third or fourth century and then they they purposely use the name of Isaiah just to add credibility to their book. Okay, but I mean, so 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 they said that it it of course they know about Cyrus, of course they know about Babylon because they wrote it after the fact. So that's I mean, so so that's their reason, you know, that their, their reason for their objection for for the authorship of of Isaiah. Um, but if, uh, but if you look at the New Testament, especially the Gospels, the book of Isaiah are quoted by the authors of the Gospel, even by Jesus himself, many different, many times in the Gospels. Okay, we are going to look at it in, uh, in a few minutes here. Okay, so, so the Gospels are written between uh, roughly between 70 to 100 AD. Okay, so, 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 so these authors of the gospel, Luke, Matthew, Mark, uh, they quoted from Isaiah many times. Okay, so, so, and, and Jesus himself 
quoted from Isaiah, okay, to prove the credibility of the book of Isaiah, to prove the, the I mean, uh, to, the, the credibility of Isaiah himself. Okay, so so let's let's look at it. Uh, so today it's just an introduction, and then next week we are going to go deeper into some of the divisions in the book of Isaiah. Okay, let's say Luke chapter three, verse four to six. Okay, this is about John the Baptist. When John the Baptist came and and start his ministry. In Luke chapter 3, it looks at like this. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet. Okay. So Luke himself, Luke quoted from the book of Isaiah. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall become straight, and the rough places shall become level ways, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Okay, so, so Luke quoted from Isaiah, and then Mark chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. It's at the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, okay, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Okay, so Mark opened his gospel by quoting from Isaiah the prophet, from the book of Isaiah. Okay, and then Luke 4, 16, 19. This is a very famous verse, okay, very famous verse. I'm sure all of us must be familiar with this. This is when Jesus went to the synagogue. Jesus was handed a scroll, okay? So basically, he said, it said like this, and he came, he is Jesus, came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So here we see that Jesus himself quoted from the book of Isaiah, okay, to begin his ministry. Okay, so he was given the scroll and the scroll is the scroll of the prophet Isaiah of the book of Isaiah. Okay, so so for me, this is good enough to show that the, uh, that the book of Isaiah is is valid, that it is really written by Prophet Isaiah. Now, the reason why some people, besides the liberal theologian, the reason why some people object to the authorship of Isaiah because 
the book of Isaiah seems like to have two, I mean, to have two different flavor. See, in chapter 1 to 39 of the book of Isaiah, it has many, many judgments, has many warnings. But then from chapter 40 to 66, it mostly promises of hope, mostly uh, prophecies of hope. So, so that's why people kind of like wondering how come it's kind of like different. The flavor of it are different. Okay. But we will talk about it as we go in this, in this study, why the two sections are kind of like different. Okay. Uh, it, uh, because, uh, because God has a purpose in, 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 in uh, dividing the book into two sections, chapter 1 to 39 and then 40 to 66. Okay, so, but historians do believe that even though Isaiah wrote the book, but there, there, there was probably somebody uh, who compiled and make it into one book. Okay, so there's somebody who, I mean, come after, who came after Isaiah, who gathered the material that Isaiah wrote and then make it into a book. Okay, so 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 that's what most historians believe that yes, it is written by Isaiah, but somebody uh, who who came after Isaiah, he gathered the material and then make it into a book. Okay, now let's look at the book of Isaiah. Today again is just at the introduction, so we will look at the very high level of the book of Isaiah. Uh, we are going to probably go uh, spend about maybe four classes for the book of Isaiah. I mean, it is an amazing book, a very, very beautiful book. Uh, so again, part one of the book, I say the book of Isaiah is like divided into two divisions. The first one is chapter 1 to 39, which is basically showing judgment and blessing. Okay, but mostly judgments and sprinkled in um, uh, sprinkled in it some message of hope and blessing, but mostly judgment in 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 the first part, and then it the first two chapters basically are summary of the book. Okay, we will look at it again uh, in the in the first two. Uh, we will look at the first two chapters next week, but today I just want to give you the outline. So chapter 1 and 2, summary, and then chapter 3 to 12, containing judgment on Judah. Okay, and then chapter 13 to 23 uh, is showing judgment on other nations. Okay, judgment on other nations. And then 24 to 27, the, uh, they're talking about the day of the Lord. Okay, and when the, the, the day of the Lord in the prophetic books referring to, to the day when God will visit his people in judgment, okay, to punish the people, okay, so, so in the prophetic books, when you hear, oh, this is the day of the Lord, it's, it, 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 is, it means that God is coming to judge the people, okay, God is coming to judge the people, so that's 24 and 27, and then 28 and 35, we will see more judgment and blessing, okay, judgment and blessing, and then 36 to 39, it's kind of like a parenthesis, okay? It's it's kind of like a transition, a transition where where it, it tells us the story of what happened to Hezekiah, 
to the king, King Hezekiah. Okay, we will talk about this more in more detail with the king of Hezekiah and then how God destroyed the Assyrian kingdom, okay, the Assyrian army. Okay, so, so it's more like a historical parenthesis okay, to, to get ready for the next section. Okay, and then after, after this, the exile, the exile happened where Babylon, the Babylonian kingdom came and conquered the, the, the southern kingdom of Judah and sent the people to exile. Okay, send the people to exile. And then after that, part two, let me move this one. In part two is from chapter 40 to 66. And this, the second part of the book of Isaiah, basically containing prophecies of comfort. So, because by this time, the Israelite, the king, the, the Israel is already in exile. And then God used Isaiah to comfort the people, to encourage the people not to lose hope. Okay, even though they are in exile, but their exile will not be the end. Okay, their exile is only temporary. Soon they will return from the exile. Okay, soon God will send them back to Jerusalem. To, to Jerusalem. So, so in the second division, uh, it's basically prophecies of comfort. So many people, many historian and theologian believe that the book of Isaiah is actually is like a Bible in miniature. Okay, the, uh, it's like a Bible in miniature. So the part one here, part one, it's like the Old Testament. Okay, it's like the Old Testament. And the second part is like the New Testament. Okay, so, uh, so, so in the first part, basically God is pronouncing judgment on his people. Okay, because his people rebel against him. His people has broken the covenant. So, so in the first part of the book of Isaiah, basically God is saying to them that, hey, guys, I will punish you. I will judge you. Okay, I will send you to exile, okay? And then the second part, the second part basically containing prophecies of comfort and hope, just like what, uh, what we hear, what we learn in the New Testament. So that's why uh, theologians, many theologians and uh, historians believe the book of Isaiah is actually about the Bible in miniature, okay? So when you read the book of Isaiah, you pretty much can 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 be, can can know what what's basically is in the Bible, okay? Because, so the book of Isaiah basically show us what Christianity is all about, what a gospel is all about, okay? That's why theologians call the book of Isaiah as the fifth gospel, okay? So as you know, in the New Testament we have four gospels. And theologians believe the book of Isaiah is the fifth gospel. Okay, so so it is it is really an amazing book. Okay, and I I mean, so I, I can hardly wait to to really go through the book of Isaiah with you guys. So so it's really an amazing amazing book. Now, in 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 the book of Isaiah. The, the first chapter, verse 4, Isaiah opened the book with this. A sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, 
offspring of evil doers, children who deal corruptly. They have forsaken the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They are utterly estranged. Okay, so 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 this is when when Isaiah opened the book by uh, by by proclaiming guilt, proclaiming to 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 the this to the to the southern kingdom of Judah that they are guilty. Okay, that in in the in the eyes of God they are a sinful nation. They are people laden with iniquity. That they are offspring of evil doers. So Isaiah opened the book by saying that, hey, guys, this is who you are, okay? And this is, Isaiah is also t- telling all of us that this is who we are, that we are people who are rebellious, people who are stubborn, you know, people who are worthy to be punished. But then at the end of the book of Isaiah in chapter 60, verse 1 to 3, God but God, through the prophet of Isaiah, said this, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you, and the nations shall come to your light, and the kings and kings to the brightness of your rising. So basically, the book of Isaiah, and basically this is what Christianity is all about. Christianity is about transformation that God will do to all of us. That the the transformation work that God will do to all of us from a sinful people into into the habitation of the Holy One of Israel in us. Okay, so how God transformed us from a people laden with iniquity. Okay, how, pe- how God transformed us from offspring of evildoers, children who deal corruptly into the habitation of the glory uh, of, of Israel, the glory of the Holy One of Israel. Okay, the habitation of the Spirit of God. So, which is, this is exactly what Christianity is all about. So that's why by reading Isaiah, people will will see what christianity is all about this is uh, this is what beautiful about the book of isaiah it really telling us how how god will transform a nation and how god will transform you and me from a sinful people into in, into someone who behold the glory of God, into someone where the Spirit of God will dwell in us as His temple. Okay, so so this is this is the glory of the book of Isaiah. So basically, it's telling us the transformation from old Jerusalem into new Jerusalem. Okay, how God will transform us from an old Jerusalem filled with sin into a new Jerusalem filled with hope. Filled with with comfort, okay, and and filled with the with the with the glory and the power of God, okay. So that's bas- This is basically what the book of Isaiah is all about, okay. This is what the book of Isaiah is all about. Now, let me move you guys over here, okay. So that's the book of uh, now. Prior to nineteen forty seven. 
the oldest copy of the complete Old Testament manuscripts are the Codex Babylonicus from 1008 AD. Okay, so prior to 1947, this is the, the complete manuscript of the Old Testament that, that we have. Okay, it is, uh, in fact, our, the, our, the English Old Testament are translated from this Codex, from this Codex Babylonicus. Okay, so, so prior to 1947, this is it. Okay, this is the complete Old Testament manuscript that we, that we had. And uh, archaeologists said that this is it. We cannot expect more than this because any earlier manuscripts would have been broken, would have been destroyed. Because, I mean, it is an old document, so the um, archaeologists said that don't put any much hope because if, if there is any manuscript earlier than 1008 AD, they must have been broken or they must have been destroyed by time and by weather or by, because, it, because we, they, they did not have a good printing paper at that time. So that's why archaeologists said that I mean, don't expect too much. Don't expect to find any more manuscript of the Old Testament prior to, I mean, earlier than 1008 AD. Okay, but then something amazing happened in 1947. Okay, something amazing happened. Now, you may have heard about this, the Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay, the Dead Sea Scrolls, which is discovered in, the, in a cave in the city called Qumran, okay, uh, in the cave in the city called Qumran, inside several jars, uh, uh, and then inside these jars, uh, uh, the archaeologists found scrolls that we now know as Dead Sea Scrolls, okay, Dead Sea Scrolls, and then, so if you want to know where is Qumran, so this is Jerusalem here, okay, this is Jerusalem, this is Bethlehem. This is Qumran, near the Dead Sea. Okay, near the Dead Sea. So this is Qumran here. Can you guys see it? Okay, so, so this is Qumran, okay? Now, because it, Qumran is located near the Dead Sea and it is in the Middle East, so the climate is, is, is very good to maintain the manuscript. Okay, uh, so the, we the weather and the climate is perfect to keep the manuscript intact. Okay, to, to keep the manuscript for, from not being destroyed. Okay, so, so that's why they found many, many good scrolls still preserved inside these jars. Okay, inside these jars. Now, surprisingly, so, so inside these jars, they found many scrolls. Okay, they found many scrolls, but many of those scrolls are fragmented, just fragments. So they are not really complete books, but except one. Okay, they found a complete scroll of the, a manuscript from, uh, of the book of Isaiah. Okay, the book of Isaiah in complete form. In complete books, all 66 chapters are found in, 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 in the Dead Sea Scrolls. 
And now that manuscript are being displayed in, 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 in the museum in Israel. Okay, in Israel. Now, Dr. William F. Albright, which is a world famous archeologist said that this is the, the Dead Sea Scrolls is the greatest manuscript discovery of modern time. Okay, the greatest manuscripts discovery of modern time. Okay, because it's well preserved, well preserved. Okay, and especially the 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 the, the, the scrolls that contain the, the book of Isaiah, it's complete. The whole book of Isaiah is complete. Other scrolls are, fra are fragments, you know, they're not really complete books, but the books of Isaiah, it's, it's complete. The whole book is in there, okay? The whole book is in there. Now, what really amazing about the Dead Sea Scrolls is the scroll, the manuscript is from 100 BC, okay? It's from 100 BC. See, prior to 1947, the oldest copy of the complete Old Testament manuscript are from 1008 AD, while the Dead Sea Scrolls is from 100 BC. So there is about 1,000 years different here between the Dead Sea Scroll and the Codex Babylonicus. Okay, Codex Babylonicus. So they are 1,000 years different. So the Dead Sea Scrolls is 1,000 years earlier early than, uh, than the Codex Babylonicus, okay, than Codex Babylonicus. So, so then scholars started to wonder, started to wonder, are, are, the, are the two manuscripts the same? Okay, uh, remember there is, uh, the difference is 1,000 years here. Okay, 1,000 years. The Dead Sea Scrolls is 1,000 years earlier than the Codex Babylonicus. So the scholar said, hey, let's compare the two. Let's compare the two. Let's see how well the transmission of, of manuscript, how, how well the book is being copied, how well the transmission is between no. the, the two manuscripts. Okay, between the two manuscripts. And they expect to see many errors, okay? Because human, I mean, because at that time there is no computer yet. There is no printer. There is no, I mean, there is no good uh, bookkeeping and things like that, okay? All, all manuscripts are copied by hands. So it's a, it's a labor, it's a tremendous labors to copy manuscripts. Okay, so they want they they so the theologians, the historian, the archaeologists, the archaeologists expect that the two copies of the book of Isaiah will be will contain a lot of differences, okay, because they know people made mistakes, especially at that time. So they did compare them side by side, and they discover that the two the two manuscripts only contain nine spelling differences, okay? Only contain nine spelling differences. Even though they are, even though they are, they are 1,000 years different, okay? 1,000 years different, but the, only, but the only differences they found between the two manuscripts of the book of Isaiah, which is 66 chapters long, 
the only difference they have, they have found it's is only nine spelling differences and it's spelling not words okay only nine spelling differences so that show how well god preserve his words okay how well god preserve his word so that we who live in the modern time can still study his word and now we can study his word with with tremendous confidence that what we are reading that the book of Isaiah that we read now that we read now is the same book of Isaiah that Jesus read when he walked on this earth okay so we 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 can i mean we we should be very grateful at how well god preserve his word okay how well god preserve his word and the book of isaiah contain the the most the most uh, messianic prophecy okay contain the the most messianic prophecies in the old testament and it is the most quoted old testament books the most quoted old testament book by new testament author and many many uh, jewish christians they became christians after reading the book of isaiah okay it is an amazing amazing book okay amazing book so we can we can we can thank god and we can be we can be very very grateful to god for his faithfulness in preserving his word Okay, in preserving his word. So even 1,000 years different, they only found nine spelling differences. Okay, so, <clears throat> so thank God for, for his faithfulness. Oh, hi, Lisa. Hello. Good, good to, to see you here. Well, Can we, you see we, me? We see your name, so we don't see well, your face. Uh... I got that's, your link when I was on a walk with Nika, so I'm walking Nika right oh, now. Oh, that's good. That's good. But I'm listening. <laughs> okay, thank you. You can take Vincent for a walk, you know, so he also... Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. So let's continue. <coughs> so that's, I mean, I, I showed this to you to, to hopefully to, to encourage you, you know, and to be grateful to God. You know, God is... I mean, every time I think about this fact, you know, it all, always gives me goosebumps, you know. I always amaze me how, how faithful God is to preserve his word, to protect his word, you know. I mean, it is really a, lab, a laborious work to copy manuscripts, okay, uh, uh, in the ancient time, okay. So, so, so we thank God for, for raising people who 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 spend a long hours to copy this this sacred book so that we now can enjoy it and can study it uh, and and can 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 appreciate you know what God has done in the in the past so that we can trust him for the future okay so so this is proof of the of the accuracy of the the bible you know uh, the the confident that we can put in the accuracy of the bible okay the key word for isaiah is salvation okay. now i purposely put this picture here 
because the book of Isaiah contains some um, contains some of the, uh, some some prophecies that you will find that you will hear during uh, at Christmas time. Okay, at Christmas time. Okay, many of the prophecies in the book of Isaiah has been usually you will find them uh, at the time at, at during Christmas time because it's really uh, the book of Isaiah contain many many uh, messianic prophecies. Okay, messianic pro precious precious messianic prophecies, and this is one of them. Okay, Isaiah nine six to seven. Hi, Linda. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that Hey, so, <laughs> so good to have you, Linda. Thank you. So, so this is Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. I'm sure all of us must have heard this before, especially during Christmas time. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Okay, this is one of the key verse of the book of Isaiah. Okay, and also one of the most precious uh, messianic prophecies that contain in the book of Isaiah. And then another key verse in the book of Isaiah is 53.6. Okay, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way and the lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all okay so this is again another verse another messianic prophecies that contain in the book of isaiah that telling us that that one day god will send the messiah to rescue us okay the messiah to be the lamb of god and then god is going to put on him the iniquity of us all Okay, so this is really precious. Okay, this is, I mean, if you if you uh, attend any discipleship process, so this will be one of the first verse that you have to memorize. Okay, in every like navigator, uh, navigator campus crusade in the varsity, this is one of the first verse that you have to memorize in their discipleship process. Isaiah fifty three six. Okay, Isaiah 53, verse 6. Okay, are you still with me? <laughs> okay, so again, I'm sure all of us are familiar with these verses because most of the times, I mean, most of the, during Christmas time, we will hear this verse so many times, okay, in many Christmas card, I mean, this 9, 6, uh, Isaiah 9, verse 6 to 7, I mean, they are quoted a lot, okay, so, okay, so let's move on, okay, now, remember a few months ago, we went through 
the covenants. Okay, because God, oh, when whenever He wants to do something, He always do it by making covenants. Okay, by making covenant. That's why uh, it, uh, theologians always said that our God is a is a covenant making God. Okay, and, and once He made a covenant, He will be faithful to His covenant. Okay, so in the book of Isaiah, you will see all of the the covenants that God has made. Will you will see all of those covenants work in harmony? Okay, work in harmony. That's why remember a few months ago, I I go through this covenant several times because to get you ready for for the book of Isaiah. Okay, and next week we will go through this covenants again quickly for those just in case for those of you who were who were not with us when we study the covenants, but just quickly here. Uh, there are uh, we learn uh, there we learn that uh, in the Bible there is the Ad, the Adamic covenant or some theologian call it the creation covenant, okay? Where where God told Adam, you know, to be fruitful, to fill the earth, okay? But unfortunately, Adam and and Eve fell to sin, fell to sin. But then God made a prophecy to the serpent and to the woman. Okay, and to the woman, and and God said that God to the said to the to the snake, okay, to the serpent, that the seed of the woman, that one day there will be the, a seed of the woman who will who will crush his head, okay, who will crush his head, but then the seed of the serpent will 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 bruise uh, the seed of the woman's heel, okay, so that's. The, the Adamic covenant, okay, the Adamic covenant, where God made a prophecy, God made a promise that He will send a seed of a woman, a seed of a woman who will brew, who will crush the head of the serpent, okay, and of course we know who is that seed, okay, that seed is Jesus Christ, and in the book of Isaiah, we we uh, Isaiah. Confirmed that covenant. Isaiah confirmed that 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 seed will be born, and that seed will be the one who will uh, deliver the people to the new Jerusalem, to the new to become new creation. Okay, so so that this is that is the Adamic covenant, and then the second covenant is the Noahic covenant. Okay, we we remember that after, uh, that when Noah lived. Uh, the earth it became so sinful, and then God sent flood. Okay, we sent flood, and but He saved Noah and his family. God saved Noah and his family. After the flood receded, God made a covenant with Noah, and God said that never again I will I will not never again I will destroy the earth. Never again I will send flood to destroy the earth. Never again. Okay, so we can see even uh, in especially when you read the book of Isaiah that the sins of the nations, the sins, the sins are really, really, really bad. Okay, the sins are really, really bad. But God, because He has made covenant with Noah that He never again He will not destroy the earth again. So that's why He will He did not destroy the earth again. When at the time of Isaiah, even though the as you uh, later on as we learn 
in the in the book of Isaiah, God really send really judge the nations because they are very sinful. Okay, but God uh, didn't send another flood to wipe out the earth again because God has made a covenant with Noah. And then we also remember God made the Abrahamic covenant. Okay, the Abrahamic covenant where God promised. Okay, to make a covenant with Abraham that that his descendants will be as numerous as the stars, and then through Abraham the whole the whole earth will be blessed. Okay, and they will uh, then they will God will give Abraham and his descendants lands. Okay, lands, and that you will also see the fulfillment of that covenant uh, promise uh, in the book of Isaiah again. Okay, and then there is a mosaic covenant. Okay, when when God delivered the, this Israel from the slavery in Egypt, and then in the in in the and then God made covenant with them. Okay, because God chose them to be His people, and and then God said that okay, if you since you are my people, you have to live a different way. You have to live differently. And this is the covenant. And in this covenant, you have to obey me. If you disobey me, I will punish you. Okay. Now, so so that's that's when when in in the book of Isaiah, when when we heard when we read that 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 Israel has broken God's covenant, he referred to the Mosaic covenant. Okay, to the Mosaic covenant. Okay. So so so. That's why the Mosaic Covenant is, is very important here. Okay, that's the reason why God punished his people. That's why God judged his people because they broke the Mosaic Covenant. And then there is the Davidic Covenant. Okay, the Davidic Covenant. This is in 2 Samuel 17, where God promised to, da- to David that one day one, one of uh, one of his child, one of his son will possess, will sit on the eternal throne, okay, will sit on the eternal throne, okay, and his kingdom will have no end, okay, that's in the, in the Davidic covenant, in the Davidic covenant, and then in the new covenant, this is basically the fulfillment of all the, 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 all the covenants, where Jesus Christ himself said that this is my body, this is my blood, Okay, the blood of the new and the everlasting covenant. Okay, so so in this new covenant, God basically fulfill all all the other covenants that He has made. Okay, so the new covenant is the fulfillment of all of them. Okay, so next week, next Friday, we are going to go through all of these six covenants quickly, and then we will we will go through the first two chapters of the book of Isaiah. Okay, the first two chapters of the book of Isaiah. And then we are going to look at the book of Isaiah uh, from the 30,000 feet level to help us understand the beauty and the, the, uh, the awesomeness of God as expressed in the book of Isaiah. Okay, this is an amazing book. Okay, this is an amazing book. This is really a book of transformation how God transformed sinful nation, sinful people like you and me to become the habitation, the very habitation of the Holy Spirit, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that's why 
um, many theologians believe if you read the book of Isaiah, you will understand Christianity. Okay, the book of Isaiah is, I mean, is really the Mount Everest of all the prophetic books in the Old Testament. Okay, so 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 we will. So next week, next Friday, we will go through each covenant quickly again. So because we need to understand these different covenants in order to to make sense the book of Isaiah. Okay, so I mean, so basically, in the book of Isaiah, you will see all of these six covenants work in perfect harmony. Okay, to show us the beautiful tapestry of the redemptive plan of God. Okay, the the beautiful. The amazing redemptive plan of God. Okay, so, uh, so, so, so I, so today, tonight is just an introduction. Okay, just introduction. So again, the book of Isaiah uh, was written around 8th century BC. Okay, written by Isaiah himself, but most probably there is another person who gathered the material and compiled them into a book. Okay, who compiled them into a book. Okay, so so, and it is one of the most quoted Old Testament book. Okay, one of the one, of, I mean, it's the most quoted Old Testament book by the New Testament author. Okay, by the New Testament author. Okay, so 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 this is the book of Isaiah, and so this this should be it for tonight. Okay, I don't want to go through too much today. Because I, I want I want just to whet your appetite and just to get you ready. Okay, next week we will learn the more about these six covenants, and we will learn the the first two chapters of the book of Isaiah. Okay, and if we have time next week, we'll cover Isaiah six. Okay, Isaiah six, an amazing, amazing chapter of the in the book of Isaiah. Okay, all right. What time is it now? Oh, it's almost there, but it's not too bad. Okay. Oh, hey, see, Henry is still with us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother Sid. It's interesting yes. that in Genesis, God said the seed of the woman. Yes. Because Jesus was there, you know, came out of the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. but you know, not the seed of the man. Yes. Yeah. You are very right. If you read the book of Matthew, I mean, uh, and, and it, uh, so that's why in the book of Isaiah, it will, one of the prophecy is said that a baby will be born of a virgin. Okay, of right. a virgin. So that's why Jesus is a seed, is the seed of a woman. It doesn't say he is the seed of a father or, or of a man. Okay, it's just the seed of the Father because um, Jesus' Father is the Heavenly Father, you know. So, 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 so that's yeah, that that's a very important thing, you know. So, thank you, Vanna. Hey, hey, Vincent, (laughs) disappear. Hey, thank you, Chi. Oh, I didn't disappear. Oh, there's there he is. Hey, Linda, this is a high. Okay, uh, his name is is Henry also, but in order to avoid confusion, let's call him Ahai. Okay, Ahai. <laughs> so I know him many years ago. I officiated his wedding. So 
the first wedding actually that I officiated. <laughs> the first wedding that I officiated. So I was the guinea pig, right? I was the guinea you pig. You are the guinea pig. Yeah, you are the <laughs> guinea pig. <laughs> so, hello, Chiamel. What's that? You know, brother. Chiamel. Hi. Pakabar. Bye, Anita. Pakabar. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Paul. Brother Paul. Hi there. How are you? Doing good. How about you? Uh, not too bad. Thank you. So you live in Vancouver, right, Brother that's Paul? Correct. Yeah, that's oh, correct. Yeah, that's correct. So same as Henry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for joining us tonight, well, Paul. No, thank you for having me. Hey, uh, I'm so glad you joined us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Okay, so uh, uh, any, any other question? Yeah, so next... I've got one point. I've got yeah. one point to make, okay, Brother Sid. I, I've heard of uh, you know, when you're officiating something, you use water or you use olive oil, but I've never heard of officiating anything using snot, okay? Using what? Using snot from me, I've never heard of that before. Really, yeah. Yeah, you got, you got a running nose, right? Yeah. I mean, I was so nervous. That's why my, my, my nose is running, because I was so nervous. That's my first wedding, you know, that I officiated. So hmm. I was, but that's the last part of the wedding, you know. So I was praying for the blessing for for the couple and then I just you know so <laughs> because my nose is running so I just <laughs> so, uh, but that that's memorable though that's why I'm, I'm, a highest wedding is really precious to me because my, the first wedding that I officiated <laughs> well, thank you thank you for remembering yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I will, uh, I will not forget that. You know, it's, it's precious. <laughs> I bet, I bet he wouldn't let you officiate at his uh, wedding again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when <Vincent> wedding. <laughs> okay, I guess uh, if there is nothing else, then uh, brother Vincent, can you pray to close the the time, brother Vincent? Uh, Dear Father, thank you very much for all my brothers and sisters there uh, who come to join us here in studying the book of Isaiah. I ask, Father, for your blessing and your hedge of protection around them as they go about their day, the rest of the day and the rest of the week, Father. And I ask that the well, I should have asked this earlier, but uh, you know, asked that your name be glorified through all this, through them, through whatever they do throughout the day, the rest of the day, and the And uh, as the song says, as we go, may we take what we have learned and uh, use it to enrich each other's lives and the lives of others that we meet along the way and father keep us all safe until we meet again next time 
-hmm. And I just want to thank you again, Father, for each and every one of our sisters and, and new friends, new bro brothers, new sisters. And I just wanted, cannot thank you enough, Father, for your love, for your grace, for your mercy. Mm -hmm. And I pray all this in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Amen.